Welcome to the No Mongol Podcast. My name is Rick Beta, and this is episode numero 58. So thanks for tuning in, you know, and allowing me to be part of your lockdown, your quarantine. You know, we're all in this together. So you can interact with me on Twitter or Instagram at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. I'm on there obviously quite often these days. But you can also email the show as well, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. And you know, let me know what's going on. Let me, you can send me audio clips, send me an email, and how are you doing, how you're managing you know, during this difficult time. So looking forward to hearing from you on that. Okay, so no easy way to segue. As many of you know, by now, the skateboard community lost another one of, you know what, actually, hold on, hold that thought, hold that thought. Before I jump into the bat, I wanted to start off with a quick shout out, a little positive to Skatosis's very own Drew Domkis on finally landing that kickflip he has been chasing for a long time. Bravo, man. Bravo. Go to his uh, Instagram page, and that's Drew Domkis, and you can find out, you know, witness, witness it all, see how it went down, hear the backstory, all that good stuff, so check it out and i and i would be remiss if i did not mention this the guy is not and i repeat not 21 years old so well done drew <laughs> good job man so yeah now now for the bad you know as i was beginning to say the skateboarding community took another big l a big l in the og department as well so that's right one of the most outspoken dudes about skateboarding jeff grosso passed away at the age of 51 oh that was tough and and you know what sucked it was really sucked is it happened right around the time of april fools so it's one of those situations you're like okay ha 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 it's not a funny joke uh, it's april fools or it was close to it so we're all like scrambling to find out was this really true because it was just i can't remember who there's someone on twitter that said what this did this happen and then um it, it it was all vague on, on Instagram. Like people would just put hearts and hearts and hearts and hearts. And it's like, what the heck happened? So yeah, it just finally was known. So very, very tragic news. And, and I've been a fan of his since, you know, way back in the eighties. Right. And when I was first starting to get serious about skateboarding, you know, and I, and I think I've mentioned before, it was my first ever quote unquote real board, you know, as they say, was a Jeff Grosso toy box deck. So, and, and, and all, all honesty on that too, it wasn't by my choice. It's just when my parents went to go buy it at the local skate shop, the shop employee recommended it to us. So maybe that shop employee was a fan of his. So needless to say, I quickly became a fan of Jeff Grosso's, right? So, so yeah, thanks to the shop owner or shop employee that did that. You know, obviously that's how it works, right? You say you're watching sports and all of a sudden you get a, a baseball card for a player and you're all of a sudden his fan. But, you know, eventually I would have become a fan of Jeff Grosso's anyways. But I think it's just cool that... That was kind of like my first, you know, push into the real boards is, you know, was a Jeff Grosso. And, you know, seeing him in the early Powell videos, he was, you know, obviously the Savannah Slam. I would watch the Savannah Slam. I think I, I had it on VHS. And it's crazy to think back. Like, we didn't have YouTube back then, right? So you couldn't just pull it up on demand. So I don't remember how I used to watch it, but I used to watch it all the time. All the time. And I knew right away I, was, I dug the dude's personality. And this is, you know, you could... When you see someone in a magazine, it's totally different than when you see someone on a video or on TV. So, 
So yeah, so definitely shout out to that shop employee. You got good taste, man. Great recommendation. And of course, thank you to my parents for pulling out their credit card and buying it in the first place, right? <laughs> and uh, had it been a a Gator deck, eh, things might be a little differently, right? It might be a little weird when I talk about like my first deck. So I, I thoughts and prayers to all of you out there who maybe had a Gator as your first board, you know? But but yeah, but Grosso, you know, he's one of those dudes that. Much like Phelps, he always spoke his mind, right? Didn't care what people thought of him. His Love Letter series was great. And although I didn't, like, check out every single one of them, the ones I did watch always had me either, like, laughing or smiling or, like, shaking my head. I'm like, dude was straight up. He was a curmudgeon, just like Phelps. But he also made it entertaining in a way that, you know, Gross always had stats and info to back up his claims or like a smirk or whatever, you know. So he always had something to be like, all right, I, I hear your point. I, I get what you're saying, dude. But And much like, you know, when, when Phelps passed, um, he too, he was one of the guys that I had on my bucket list, quote unquote, to sit down and talk, you know, about just skateboarding or life or anything. He just And this is same with uh, Grosso too, just one-on-one. No cameras, no recorders, no one else around to like inflate our egos. I just wanted, you know, two guys chatting about the past, the present, or even the future of skateboarding. You know, I felt that would have been an awesome, you know, conversation. You know, just to eventually, of course, bump heads on, on a few things. But I think it would have been an awesome experience. And that's what I was looking forward to one day. Just chatting with Grosso one on one. Much like Phelps, you know, and no cameras around. None of that. I want to see how these individuals are mono e mono one on one, without the world just kind of looking in. So and you know, and I always wondered how you know guys as vocal as Jeff was were in private. I always think about that. Like as I mentioned, same for Phelps, and they were very similar. Both both very passionate in their beliefs and truly cared for. I mean, that's the thing they cared for and wanted to protect their baby, quote unquote, skateboarding, right? But now, you know, never going to get that one-on-one. So part of that maybe shame on me. Maybe I should have reached out to him sooner. Maybe I could have actually talked to Grasso even over the phone, you know. But eh, either way, it's, you know, that's that didn't happen. It's not going to happen. And, and I'm okay with that. So, but, you know, however, thanks, of course, to social media, right? I mean, we get, did get to see, you know, a little bit of Jeff's life, you know, outside of skateboarding. It was so cool to like see that his son took up skateboarding as well. You know, I have two kids, none of, either one of them, they want nothing to do with skateboarding, and that's fine. And what's cool is that his son, he's progressed at a very rapid rate as well, you know. And but in my notes here, I, I, the video, the last video of him, well, now it's not anymore, but the last video uh, that we all saw was with Grosso dancing with his son. No shame at all. You know, that was, it was seven days ago. Yeah, at the time. So it was about a seven day span since that. But that was the last post we'll ever see from, from Grasso, from him posting. It was such an amazing moment. And I'm glad he posted that. I mean, not only for us or for me selfishly, but for his son as well. You know, I mean, sure, he probably remembered that moment at it, that time. But how cool is it that it's out there now for the, the, the internet, the interwebs to be forever? So his son, you know, he's going to remember, you know, now in this next chapter in his life, you know, next stage in his life, you know, that 
the whole world got to see Jeff, you know, his dad it, it, being silly with him. And that that's cool. You know, that's that was a cool moment. So, but I did take note too. I mean, two days after he had passed, his son posted a selfie on his account as well. You know, and all the comments on there were very cool, very positive. So cool to see all the pros reaching out, all the people from from the past. I mean, Jeff's been in the game for what forty years, so it's got a long history. Almost everyone knows him, even the young bucks. You know, but that was tough to see. You know, it was, but it was cool to see all the support. But you know, there have been though some recent skate clips of his son. It's almost like it seems to be like a passing of the baton in a sense. And I'm not sure if he's going to eventually, like, take over the account or not, but it would make sense if he did, right? Like, I would not hate on that at all. That would be kind of amazing if he did, you know, and went on to do amazing things for skateboarding, right? Yeah. I mean, I just, I think if he does, he should consider maybe changing the the handle, you know, his name, you know, at Grosso Sucks to something else, you know, at Grosso Lives, or at Grasso lives on, or just something like that, something to tribute his father and then let people know, hey, you know, this, we're going to carry on this account, you know, just, I think that'd be cool. So much love to you, Oliver. I think you go by Goo. I know, uh, you know, there's always names, for nicknames for you as well. But, you know, don't ever hesitate, you know, to reach out to your skateboarding community, myself included, you know, whatever. It, you got a nice, there's a lot of people that are willing to help you. So that's awesome. Very cool to see. So well done but let me know your guys thoughts i know it's been it's been a while you guys have had some time to process it i think if anything grosso would be upset if we were just kind of like just all bummed like he's i could literally picture him just saying dude get up get out of the house go skate you know i i know he's definitely well to our best of abilities with this lockdown he's definitely kicking us in our butts to get moving and just never forget remember always always remember but keep on skateboarding. I can picture him saying that, you know, with a grin on his face. So let me know your guys' thoughts on that. Okay. Let me get some water. Did I ask you guys how you're doing? Yeah. Hopefully you're doing well. It's week four for us. Yeah. I had to kind of think about that for a sec. So we're in week number four of this lockdown. It's been very interesting. That's all I got to say. We're managing, but it's been interesting. So, yeah, next up, I want to talk about a recent article slash interview from Jenka Mag. Um, it's called Building a Professional Skate Career with Candy Jacobs. And this one was by Sander Holskins. Holskins? I think it's Holskins. And it was posted on April 2nd. So it it was, one, very eye-opening and did not disappoint. So the interview, I mean, it was a nice look into her life and her struggles that she's had along the way to get basically to where she is today she's been busting her butt and she is one of the you know olympic hopefuls which you know if it does happen next summer and she's very candid she's i mean i I think she's a lock from what she said i can't remember the exact number like there's someone that's on her tail but they'd have to win the rest of the year should there even be any more qualifying events you know but she was very candid in how competitive skateboarding has taken away some of her passion and has put a lot of pressure on just kind of how she's feeling as far as just staying the course for the Olympics, right? So with this whole year now that we're going to have, it's a big decision for a lot of people. And it's just been a, a physical toll and mental toll. 
So here's a quote from Sander below, though. If you're curious about how Olympic preparation can mess with skaters' heads or just how difficult navigating the sponsorship landscape can be, Candy's story is definitely a look behind the curtain. So true. I, I mean, that's no joke. I mean, Candy describes, you know, the balance of all her competitions, you know, prior to the Olympics, you know, entering the picture, basically, right? It's just, it took the... The competition is world by storm. It's the next level. It, it really is. And she made some good points about that. She talked about how tough it's been to secure and retain sponsorships as well. You know, that one really stood out to me. I was like, wait a minute. I mean, it, it almost made me, when I found out the, the, the real details about it, I mean, it kind of made me almost want to pick up like the closest thing near me and just launch it through the wall. So, but check this out. I, I put down, I wrote down this quote. You ready? Okay. This is a big one. I rode for Etney, Etney's at the time and was part of their flow team for about nine years. Etney's had, their, had never paid me nor invited me for any skate trips, even when I proposed that I would cover my own travel and accommodation. End quote. Yeah, let that sink in for a second or two or three or four. Nine years, no money exchanged, not a penny. And the kicker, the kicker, the punchline, not punchline, not funny. She wasn't even invited to any skate trips at all during those nine years. Not a single one. And not only that, if you caught the details of that, she was denied even if she offered to pay out of pocket for it. Damn. I mean, seriously, are you kidding me? That's a damn shame. Not cool at all. It really did suck to read that. I would have loved to have been or heard what those conversations or emails looked like after she had offered that. What did they say or how did they say it when turning her down? You know, they were probably, well, you know, uh, the indicators are indicating that, you know, we just can't at the moment because they're better yet, you know, what did you, uh, huh? Like, what do you say to that? Like, no, I'll, no, look, I'll pay for the trip. Uh, well, you know, or as my wife says, you know, they probably use the, my wife hates it when, when I use this, but it's basically my version of saying no, but dragging it on when I use the words, we'll see. Oh, we'll see about that, you know, that tour. Yeah, maybe, you know, we'll see if we can add you to the upcoming tours, you know, for our brand, the one that you've been wearing shoes and representing for nine years. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I don't know, but I would be very curious to hear what those exchanges were like. She's like, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm There's no loss for you, the company, if I'm going to pay, but I'm going to come out and represent and skate and kick butt. I mean, I'm not surprised to hear this at all. We all know, unfortunately, we have a long, long, long ways to go as far as equality. But I'm hoping things improve soon because that was that was ugly. Nine years. I'll pay for my own. No, thanks. Whew. Brutal. But all I know is Candy Jacobs seems like she's an awesome person on and off the board. She's got a good head on her shoulders. There's I, I can't imagine like why you would not want to have her on the forefront or out and about skating representing your brand so it's crazy to hear that she's she's trouble she's having trouble getting sponsors but it's good to hear that she's thriving with non-traditional sponsors you know 
which we're all dealing with basically, I guess, on a global reset, right? So this is going to happen more. I can totally see more skaters getting non-traditional sponsors because a lot of these brands are going to be scrambling to make business, make up for these losses that are having with this lockdown, with the close of companies, with the close of buildings, you know, all this stuff. So it's going to be interesting, you know, as, as we're all going to see it. It's a new, we're, we're in a new world. The world has changed. We're in a new world right now. The past is the past. So we're, it's, it's a clean slate. But I, I would love to see her get some more sponsors down the road. Hook Candy up. I'm getting that out to the universe. She deserves it. Damn good skater. Putting in the work. It's not like she's just standing around with her hands out in her hands. She's putting in the work. So, And not just flow. Let's get her cash. So well done, Candy. Well done, Jenkum. As usual, much respect, of course. And oh, actually, one last thing. Maybe either to you or Sander. What was up with that pick, you know, on the log? Was that like a log flip? <laughs> there was a harness involved. That looked gnarly. I mean, did she land that like first try? Some past backstory on that? I mean, I don't know. Go to jankamag.com or I'm going to put it in the show notes as well, nomongo.com. What was up with that log trick? Is there a video of that? Do you guys know of it? Did I miss something? Miss a memo? Because. That, I was like scrolling through because I actually looked at the picture. I'm like, oh, the detail and all that. Why are these particular ones chosen? But that one, the log flip, as I'm calling it. I want to know more about that one. Let me know if you guys find out more. Oh, what a tough episode so far. I mean, I, I mean, there's no easy way to segue from candy to this one. So finally wanted to wrap up. If you've been following along on with the uh, Shove It Cancer movement that Elaine Shawcross has been leading, you probably already know that she posted on her Instagram co- account, what, two days ago, that she, too, had some bad news. Her cancer is back, and as she said, it's worse than before. We all know when we battle the big C, that's not a good sign. You know, and she was very emotional. She... She's asking for all of our help. Um, she did say that the uh, ke- the chemotherapy she originally got did not work. Uh, I think there were some complications because of COVID-19. She couldn't go get a, a recent round, which is probably part of the problem too. But they're planning on a new course of radiotherapy and a new course of chemotherapy. So there are alternatives that they're working on. I have my fingers crossed for you, Lane. You've... Sending positive vibes through the interwebs right now, through this channel, through this podcast. She is basically asking for all the courage, all the strength we can send her way. And damn right we will, Elaine. So not only are we going to shove this cancer, as you finally noted, you're going to land that shove it. Because you you said you're still determined to get that shove it. And your practice ones have been spot on been doing them inside the house practicing without wheels and you got good form you got good teachers you're you are there and i love to hear that drive in your voice that you're like i'm going to do this she's caught the bug you guys she has she she gets it what is she 68 never stepped on a board before and she finally gets skateboarding that fast why do you think i'm so damn passionate about this you know this sport this thing that people say this art whatever you want to call it this is why during this pandemic, this is the only, no, 
I got other things, but this is the main thing that's keeping me sane. I know every day I'm like, cool. There's going to be some new videos for me to watch. There's going to be new stuff to read. New, you know, I'm going to jump on Twitter, skate Twitter, Instagram. We are an awesome, awesome community. And I know we're all going to send awesome thoughts, vibes, whatever, Elaine's way. Most of you guys have already done that. But if you are new or you haven't been following that along, jump on that. Shove it. The, it's, the hashtag is shove it cancer. And that's H S U V I T cancer. And Elaine, you are such an inspiration, and I can't wait to, one, see you do that, shove it. That's going to break the internet. That is going to be so fun to see, and can't wait for you to shove it, the cancer as well, because you've got this. You have got this. So thank for one, thank you for posting all your, and being upfront and honest and posting all of your updates, because that helps us. That helps us all send just pure love, pure energy, pure good vibes your way. You've got this. So can't wait to hear the updates on that. You guys go follow that. Go send Elaine mucho, mucho, lots of lots of love. She's one of us and she deserves it. So thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next week. Let me know how you guys are doing. Send me tweets. Send me emails. Let me know what's going on. Anything that comes to your mind. I look forward to interacting with you guys. Love you guys. So this is Oliver James Grasso. You're looking at him. This is the reason why we're doing Fathers and Sons. Okay, ready? Up by. Ready, Ollie? <laughs> um, <laughs> he's named after my dad. His middle name is my dad's name. My dad died a year and two days ago. My dad was highly supportive of my skateboarding, even though he didn't understand it. He gave up a pretty good go-kart hobby career, racing go-karts, so that he could be at all my... Aspo and Castle contests and drive me to all the faraway skate parks so I could compete and bought me all the coolest product and took me to Marina Del Rey. And so I want Oliver to have, to have the same experiences if he wants to have them.